afternoon, good evening. Welcome to today's episode of Musings with Jesus. My name is Shola, I'm your host. Thank you for joining me. Um, I hope you're well. I hope all is good with you where you are. And um, I hope you're feeling you're safe and that all is, is going well. Um, today's message, and first of all, if this is your first time of being on Musings with Jesus, welcome on board. This is um, a daily Christian podcast. Um, talking about faith, life, and love, and it's my personal journey and the documentation of my relationship with God, the things that the Lord shares with me every day, the things that I learn, and just trying to make sense of the world that we live in through the lens of scripture, and um, yeah, so welcome on board, and I try to keep this as real as possible, so it's very much in the moment, I talk about things that are happening in my life, how the Holy Spirit is teaching me about them. Um, recently I did uh, a series about the counsel of the Lord shall stand I talked about how it was God that had been helping to make sense of some health challenges that I've been having and how he's taking me on a wellness journey and how he's you know helping to point me, me in the direction of things that ordinarily I would have missed and just helping me to you know just find my path and navigate what is a very complex um, path as well and today the foremost scripture that I want to muse on and the realization is this and it's something that I've known for a very long time but I think I don't know it's it's just even more strong to me over the past few days based on the experience that I've had in the past few weeks and that is to say that the devil is a liar he's a big liar he's such a liar and I think this is why God hates a lying tongue so much because we all need to understand. I mean, I and everyone listening, all of us, we all need to understand the origin of lies and where it came from. And that when we lie or when we tell lies or we give our tongues to lies or falsehoods, we are just falling in line with someone, the nature of someone who is the epitome of what it means to be a pathological liar. And why this is important to us spiritually is that at every point in time, the enemy is churning out misinformation, is churning out falsehood. I mean, this whole fake news thing that we see where people just sit down in their houses and manufacture news and, and spread it out like truth. That is exactly how the devil is. He concords stories, builds narratives, projects visual images all targeted to misinform to lie to create to make you think black is white white is black to to create fear where there is no reason to fear to create panic to make people feel that there is no hope when actually there is a lot of reason to hope you know he just builds builds a very false and dangerous narrative this is something that and why it's so dangerous i think even more so than the fake news one because the fake news one you can fact check with true situations in life although a lot of people actually never don't even know how to fact check and their, their inability to fact check may help makes them um vulnerable to the fake news coming out but in the devil's case why it is even in the spiritual sense why is even more dangerous is that there is no earthly place to fact check the lies of the devil that come in a spiritual sense the only place to fact check it is in the scripture and that one is not even fact checking it's truth checking so you truth check it by the by the word of god and truth check it by the counsel of the holy spirit and because those two 
are spiritual and may not have a physical evidential um, support it is then easier for the enemy to continue to spew those lies and deceive people who are carnally minded and always you know or who are natural in their thinking and tend to lean on things that that they see and sense and and this is not it's not a derogatory you know i'm not speaking down to everybody we're all in this boat i am in this boat as well i'm in this boat as well but the 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 level of lies that the devil tells is what is just amazing to me because i'm faced with a situation whereby i am in something things are happening around me there's a false narrative that he's just constructing and he's using the evidences that are coming in through the natural realm to build that false narrative. Now, when the Holy Ghost draws my attention to other things, even that, that have natural evidence, I realize that there is even natural evidence to support a different narrative. But it is clear what the enemy is pushing, and it is clear he's arranging voices to advocate for that um, misinformation. And that misinformation does they, they, they cleverly make sure that they remove the other side you know you know there's it's almost like concocting a narrative and presenting it as though that is the only op, um, possibility that there is and this is in a health context whereas even in a health and natural scientific evidence context there is also an, uh, there are alternative narratives that could be the case but because the enemy is trying to achieve a goal He's throwing all his weights behind that false narrative and then arranging voices to advocate for it. And those voices, even though they are professional, are, are any, any suggestion that makes you want to say, okay, yes, okay, this may be it, right, right, let's pack that. How about we look at this other, you know, option? They're not even contemplating that because just pushing that false narrative. And then there are, God now arranges things every day to you know to let me see that this is if this is you know, this, this is not they're not looking at the whole picture and that there is a deliberate attempt to take a few things and take it out of context even you know and make them look like very powerful proof points towards the conclusion that you have drawn when there are clearly other options and other possibilities that could be explored but it is the wisdom of the holy ghost that is making me realize this so you now wonder what kind of you know Honestly, anybody that gets cast into the lake of fire with the devil really deserves to be there. I'm, I'm sorry to say. When I was much younger in the faith, I used to think it was very cruel of the Lord to throw any people into the lake of fire. I honestly believe that nobody, anybody that does not belong in the lake of fire will not end up in the lake of fire. I, I, I believe so. I don't know how God will do it. I mean, how he works it out. But I believe so because the devil is so evil. He is so evil. He's the epitome of evil. And I am grateful for the opportunity that I have I had last year to see evil up close in the lives of human beings. People who lived a natural life, who were pillars in their society, even respected, even in faith circles, but evil in their hearts. God allowed me to come into close relationship with such people. That was when I knew how it is possible. To have been created as an angel of God and to later turn out to be a liar, a killer, a murderer, and a tormentor, and the epitome of everything that is evil, that is corrupt, 
that is vicious, that is malicious, that is hateful, that is merciless, and that is anti-God. I understand it. I don't understand it from a from a sense of um, as in how it can be. But I I I, I have. I understand it more than I have ever done in my life. There's some just some people like that. There are just some people like that who will naturally gravitate towards evil and shrink away from good. Why they are that way, I don't know. But there are people that are that are like this. So um the scripture that I'm going to read is John 8:44 and two scriptures John 8:44 and Isaiah 53. This is an admonition and a warning both to myself and to the enemy uh, and, and, and to everyone that is listening not an admonition to the enemy I mean he has already been warned by God but an admonition to myself as well as everyone that God will bring onto this message. We need to be careful. We need to be wise and we need to be very make we not we, we need to not be ignorant of the devices of the enemy he doesn't do anything new his tricks and his deceits are the same as they've always been but they are effective for as long as we shut out the wisdom and the counsel of god but one thing you must know one thing i too must always know and this is counsel that is valid every day because i find out that even when you know god brings something to my attention in a particular time if i'm not careful i forget you know one always leans it's like the natural senses will always overwhelm you so that's why the holy spirit is here with us 24 7 because he helps to continue to help us to draw our attention to those things that are important for us to remember at every time so one thing you must know that the devil is a liar he's a liar it's like when you have a a a person a a, 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 an employee or a or a domestic staff in the house and the person is a liar you know when you have that kind of close relationship you need to understand that that person is a liar so whenever you are asking the person for anything or any opinion or you are looking for something and the person is telling you i did not see it because you know that this person is a habitual liar you would you would take what that person is saying with a pinch of several pinches of salt but you ask just for the purposes of okay just to hear what the person will say but you would not hold it to heart because you know that given the option between telling the truth and lies this person will lie has more confidence in lies than truth even when the truth is actually a better do you understand is actually a better outcome for the person the person will rather lie so the john 8 44 and i believe now that all these scriptures that were documented when it was like Jesus was just having conversation and it just looked like they were casual conversations. No. The Lord was using the life of Jesus to explain a lot of spiritual truths about us. So that as we are living and walking on this earth as children of the Most High God, engaged knowingly and unknowingly in a contention between light and darkness, between righteousness and unrighteousness, between sin and holiness, between the kingdom of light and the kingdom of darkness, that we will understand what drives and motivates the kingdom of darkness and we understand as much about the adversary that we need to know in able to be able to fight the good fight of faith to overcome them and to not be deceived by their devices 
So John 8 verse 44, Jesus was talking, having a conversation with, I think it was the Pharisees and all of that, and they were claiming that Abraham was their father, who does he think he is, how can he say he's equal to God, I know Jesus, he doesn't have any chill, he's not afraid of anybody, so he was he was diplomatic when he wanted to be boy he wanted to really give it to people and tell them who they were he never shied away from it and in this one he said to them you are calling abraham your father i said you have your father the devil and the lust of your father you will do he was a murderer from the beginning and did not abide in the truth because there is no truth in him when he speaks a lie he speaks of his own for he's a liar and the father of it now Jesus went to so much extent to describe this behavior. John 8:44. And honestly, if you see anybody, if any of us should see anybody in this natural life that you can relate this John 8:44 to, you need to flee from that person, whoever the person may be, whether it's your father, your mother, your spouse, you need to be very careful with that individual. See what he says. He says you have your father. So he said that these people that that the devil is their father. He was telling them that this is not about being devil is not your father not just by birth but because of what he does and the things that you align with in he says because the devil is your father you will do what he wants you to do he's lost and he says he was a murderer which tells us that lies and murder they all go together even though we may think that there's a difference but for you to be a murderer you must first of all be a liar because you must be willing, ready, and able to lie about it. Or lie about the series of events that lead to somebody even deciding to kill somebody. It's the same spirit. And he says he did not b- abide in the truth. And he says there is no truth in him. So not only that the devil does not live in the truth, he does not dwell in anywhere where, the tr- where truth abounds. In fact, anywhere where the devil comes in, the first thing he does is to make sure as he can only thrive in a place where truth is not living in so if you want to drive the devil out of any situation bring the truth of the word of god in he will not stay there because he does not abide in the truth he cannot coexist with truth do you understand light and darkness does not coexist with together light chases out darkness darkness is the absence of light darkness only thrives when there is no light darkness cannot even contend with light once light comes it overshadows it so the devil cannot abide in the light he cannot co- coexist. Neither can the light exist in him. So he says when he speaks a lie, he speaks of his own. In other words, hey God, lies are his, are his DNA. His DNA, his breath is full of lies. His cells, his brain cells is full of lies. The breath of his nostrils is full of lies. His thoughts, 100% lies. The words from his mouth, lies. His fingerprints is lies. If you cut his nail clippings, what comes out of it? Lies. Anything that comes out from his body, physically, spiritually, is lies. The Bible says he's the father, the progenitor, the curator, the defender, the protector, the molder, the builder of lies. So one needs to be very careful. So if he's building a false narrative in your life and you are buying it, that, that that narrative can only come to steal and kill and destroy regardless of how sensible it looks in the natural and this i am this is the holy spirit warning me now i'm not speaking to you that is listening I'm, the holy spirit is speaking to me one needs to be very careful about building i, I need to be very careful about building my life on a narrative that is spawned out of the pits of hell 
from people who are nothing but the agent and the microphones of the devil of a creature that does not abide in the truth that doesn't have any truth in him that is a murderer that was a murderer from the beginning one who speaks a lie because it is his own for he is a liar and the father of it i need to make sure that i separate my life and my decision making process from the narratives of such an individual the devil is a liar And I'm speaking with such passion because I am seeing him trying to package a a very false narrative in my life and looking for people and advocates that he will do, that he will assemble to build that narrative. And I am saying to him now that in the name of Jesus, I reject, I resist that narrative and that narrative shall not stand in my life. That is the counsel of the Lord that will stand. I bind every activity, every operation of the enemy building that narrative i shut up every voice and every advocate of darkness that he has enlisted to construct this narrative i stop it and i say in the name of jesus they will not speak into my life and into my space i bring them down everywhere they see me they will flee in the name of jesus that narrative shall i block it by the power of the holy ghost and in the name of the lord jesus christ whose i am and whom i serve in the name of jesus and i declare that concerning my life my health my well-being at this time because my life is hidden in Christ with God it is the counsel of the Lord that will stand and I will close by a scripture in Isaiah 53 verse 1 which says who hath believed our report and to whom is the arm of the Lord revealed what Isaiah is telling us here is that in every situation that we face in our lives there is the report of the Lord and there is the report of the other side but at which one will we believe Will we believe like the baby, like the children of Joshua, like the children of the Joshua generation who believe the reports of the Lord concerning the promised land? Or shall we be like those who saw the, the, the people of the land as giants and saw themselves as grasshoppers in the sight of them and believe that there was no way they could take the land from those that dwelt in it, despite the fact that the Lord had said that they would take the land because he has given it to them as a promise, even unto um, onward generations? But what Isaiah is saying here is that the arm of the Lord is only revealed to he that believes the reports of the Lord. Hebrews 11.6 tells us that without faith it is impossible to please God, but for he that comes to God must believe that he is, must believe the reports of the Lord concerning himself, and that the Lord is a rewarder of them that diligently seek him. The arm of the Lord is only revealed and manifest in the life of the person that believes his reports. So, the question I'll ask myself now is that, whose reports will I believe? I will believe the reports of the Lord. Because at the end of the day, the report that is not of the Lord is a report that is a lie. And that will not stand the test of time. And that even more importantly, is designed to take me to an unexpected end. Whereas the thoughts that the Lord has of me, they are of good and not of evil and they are designed to take me to an expected end the end that the lord has designed for me therefore i choose to believe the report of the lord and i deny i i bind every report that is born of anything that is separate from the word of god and this is not to say please understand me i am talking about the difference between the counsel of the lord and the counsel of the enemy I'm not saying that concerning any decision that you have in your life, 
as a Christian, particularly if you are somebody that is working with God, allow God to lead you on what best to do for your health. Particularly when there is ambiguity about what is going on and what needs to be done. And that the outcomes that you are going to have are going to be determined by the choices that you make. Allow God to be the leading voice. If you do not hear him and you are not sure that you can hear him, then commit it into the arms of the Lord and let him order your path. The Bible says in all our ways that if we trust in the Lord with all our hearts and lean not unto our own understanding and acknowledge him in all, uh, in all our ways, he will direct our path. So the Lord will direct you your paths and my paths as we commit our ways unto him i'm not saying do not do anything i'm not saying do not seek um health support and guidance please do that i have been a very strong advocate of that but in so doing in making the choices around your care your health care particularly if it's um very very significant and there's ambiguity and lack of clarity allow god to lead in those decisions by all means get help but also seek the counsel of the Lord and let the voice of the Lord lead you. Even if you do not hear him, pray that he will direct your path and that he will speak through the people that you will need. Bring the Lord into the situation because at the end of the day, it is only the counsel of the Lord that will stand. Thank you for listening. God bless you. Stay lifted. Have a wonderful day. In Jesus' name.